Hello everyone, welcome and welcome back. Welcome if you're here for the first time and it's the first time with me. I hope you'll find it useful. I hope you'll find some information here that will help you. And welcome back to everyone who's yeah, who's visited before, who's listened to me before. Today's episode will be all about questions asked by my clients and the uh, members of the Empowers Collective, so my online group coaching. But also some questions asked in on, on Instagram and questions that have been sent directly to me. So if you ever have anything that you, you're wondering about and you just uh, you just don't know, you'd want to have something confirmed or you're wondering about something related to nutrition, you've got some questions, you're unsure of anything around fitness, nutrition, exercise, your training plan, send it over. You can go to my Instagram at Marjena underscore personal training or you can send it through the question that's asked at the end of this episode on Spotify. Um, so yeah, send it over. I'll leave some details in the episode notes as well so you know how to reach me because I want to talk about things that are important to you. I want to talk about things that will be useful for you so you can learn as much as possible and then implement those habits, those things, use that knowledge to, to get the best results you can and be as independent and self-sufficient as you possibly can. That's my goal for all of my clients. I want them to eventually just wave goodbye to me and walk away knowing that they can do it. If they return, they return for the good times we have, but they already had a very solid base and knowledge to, to be able to do it on their own. So here I am spreading the word and also opening my door. So if you ever want to come in, walk in, ask a question, you're more than welcome to do so. Okay, that was a very long intro. So let's get going with the questions. The first one comes from the Empowered Collective and here we go. I'm struggling with hitting my step goals during the week. I go for longer walks on weekends, but the weekdays are busier and I don't always end up hitting my targets, which is really frustrating and I worry if I'm even on track with my goal. Okay, so with all the ranges of steps or calories, everything that we have set in the Empowers Collective or are set for my clients, we do have steps included as well, especially if you do have your fat loss goal. But steps are also very useful for just keeping you healthy, keeping you moving during the day. So regardless of your goal, steps are really just a way of measuring how active you are during the day because it's really important for your health and it also increases your calorie expenditure so if you are trying to get into a calorie deficit and you're working towards the fat loss like I said that's going to help you with it too but what really is important um, here it's not to focus or hyper focus on each particular day although yes we do want to make sure that we take one day at a time we try or we work towards hitting the targets each and every day but it won't always happen so that's why it's more important to look after at the averages so we look at what's happening on average during the week what's happening over the months because that's gonna be that compound action or the accumulation of the actions you're taking and that will then contribute to you getting the results that you want and getting you know the health and fitness and strength goals uh, so I would say 
look at your weekly average because you've mentioned here that you are going for longer walks during the weekends. So if we look at what's your average at the end of the week, what's your total of the of the steps or total of calories, whatever we're looking at, it could be applied to any sort of targets that we set for, for different habits. If you look at your weekly total and then divide it by seven, like is that within the range that we've set for you as your daily target. If it is, then that's absolutely fine. You are absolutely working towards your results and you will be fine. But I would say from the perspective of your, again, your health and how you feel and what's more optimal for your body, it's important to remember it's not all about being like, oh, I'll be sedentary for majority of the week and then comes the weekend, I'm just going to make up for it by going on a massive hike. It's like you're trying to pack everything on the days off, but you're not being very active during the, during the week. So what we could do is, without putting too much pressure, without me asking you to, now we have to go for a three-hour walk after work. Because we don't want to take your time away from other things. You've got family, you've got potentially kids, you've got maybe like other things that you need to do on, or you don't have, physically you don't have that much time because you've got other things to do. So what you can do during the week is looking for a small little pockets of time where you can be a little bit more active, where you can stand up maybe from your desk, go for a little walk, grab a cup of tea, come back, and then just make it more frequent, make it more regular. We don't want to make, you know, we don't want to make your managers question, your bosses question why you're constantly away from your desk. So don't go off on a like one hour, two hour walk when you shouldn't be. Um, but yes, just stand up, just walk around a little bit, just try to move around uh, for a couple of minutes, for three minutes, five minutes, you know, every so often. And then that's going to increase your steps. It's, it might not be massive, but it will still contribute to you moving your body and you feeling better. And it definitely will also benefit your work. So if you're someone who works behind a desk, and you're not very active at work, then, you know, that's going to be really helpful to just having a little bit of that mental break as well. So try and do that. Um, one of the things that I do personally is, you know, I've, I've talked about it before on social media and probably mentioned it on one of the podcast episodes as well. But because I do either walk or take buses, I don't have a car, then I either get off the bus stop, like one bus stop earlier and walk the rest of the um, the rest of it. Or sometimes if I've got a bit longer uh, of a wait for a bus, I just start walking and I just go from bus stop to bus stop and play that game of chasing the bus or rather the bus is chasing me. So <laughs> you could try that because a lot of the times I end up managing like halfway uh, before the bus catches up with me because of the traffic and stuff so that's one of the ways that I do <laughs> add some steps in you could also park your car further away and just walk a little bit more so maybe maybe setting off a little bit earlier if you can about five ten minutes earlier and then just parking your car a little bit further away so little things like that just standing up and being conscious about it but without being too obsessed because it's not it's not adding the pressure to to what you normally do it's just remembering to do something nice for yourself and for your body and that's absolutely fine if you're if you're then at the end of the day or at the end of the week rather hit your your average then you're absolutely fine don't worry about it right next question i went over my calories on the weekends welcome on monday everyone <laughs> 
Is it okay to reduce my calories this week or should I increase my steps or add an extra session in the gym? Right, so the weekends can be a bit tricky because if we do go out and end up drinking, maybe we then have a bit more of cravings and we start eating things that we didn't plan to eat or maybe you're just enjoying yourself, going out for meals or staying at home, ordering a takeout and it's just a little bit of boredom eating as well. It could be different reasons and there's nothing wrong with with eating a little bit more over the weekends and enjoying the food or like having social meals. Um, that's absolutely fine. What you don't want to do if that happens and if you're in a weight loss phase, then you do not want to be making up for it. This is where we're starting to react to what we've done instead of planning for it. So I would always say either Come in prepared for that weekend and plan for it in advance, knowing that that's going to happen. So adjust prior to that and start thinking about it already. It's like, okay, I'm, I am planning to go out. I am planning to go over my normal targets, but that's fine. Like, I'm not going to feel guilty about it and I'm going to plan for it. I don't have to make up for it, but I want to be prepared. So I might be more conscious about what I'm doing during the week. And then comes the weekend, I am going to maybe focus on the breakfast or lunch that's going to be more nourishing and will have a lot of protein and veg in it. So then whatever happens later on, I have already kind of adjusted for that. So you can do it that way. But if it happens, if you not planned it and the weekend on a weekend you go over your calories and it makes you feel like you have to make up for it the next day, you want to take a few deep breaths, right? In through your nose, out through the mouth, and just say it's all right. It's fine. You're a human being. You've you've had fun. You don't have to be on your targets all of the time. Again, like I've said about the steps, we want to look at the averages. But also, you don't want to beat yourself up because that's not going to contribute to anything. And trying to make up for it on a Monday, it might get you into the habit of doing that. So in your head, deep down there, in your in your brain, there's going to be that little permission to, okay, so whenever I'm going to go over my targets, um, I'm going to then make up for it and it's going to be fine. It's not going to be the healthiest relationship to your diet and to your, to your food because it will end up in that cycle of overeating or overindulging potentially and then trying to over restrict during the week. So what will happen is you're going to then start Monday. So you're going into the weekend knowing, okay, I'll I'll do whatever because then I can just restrict more. I can be, um, I can be quote unquote good on the weekdays, and it potentially could lead to you over restricting, going below the calories that you should actually be eating, being hungry for most of the week, not feeling your best, not having the energy potentially, not showing up to the gym in the best way, and then catching up on it sort of on the weekends and trying to make up for it because you've deprived yourself so much during the week. Uh, so that's not what we want. We want you to be flexible with what you do in terms of adjusting the plan, right? So if you are serious about your goals, you still want to have a plan and the plan can absolutely include social meals and things that happen that are not necessarily within your targets and not necessarily you know, in line with the usual plan, but you're still planning for it. I hope it makes sense, but you still plan for it and you still are planning rather than reacting to it. 
So instead of then over-restricting yourself, you can just start start changing your mindset a little bit. If it's if it happened on one weekend and it's like once in a while, then that's absolutely fine. It's not going to change anything. It's the same if you reverse if you reverse it, if you were absolutely like eating whatever most of the times and once in a blue moon on a weekend you decided to be very conscious about your nutrition that's not going to contribute much to your health or to your weight loss goals because it only happens once in a while so the other way around it works exactly the same having a bit of a over indulging a little bit of extra calories that on the weekend or extra food off plan it's absolutely fine it's not going to change much because then on monday you just get back to your usual so instead of restricting instead of lowering your calories instead of adding extra cardio session you just continue as is as normal and that will be absolutely fine nothing will change if however it turns into that cycle that pattern of going into the weekend and completely going off plan and then over restricting over the weekdays that's where it will be detrimental to your results and to your goal. That's why we want to look at it and see what we can do about it and how can we approach it potentially actually increasing your calories then over the weekdays so that when you enter the weekend, you don't feel like you have to make up for the restrictions that you had during the week. So my answer to these questions would be, no, you do not have to reduce your calories. No, you do not have to add any extra session. Continue as normal. And if you do have any plans for the weekend, let's talk about what you want to do about it, how we can approach it, what we can do to make sure that you're still feeling great on Monday and you feel like you're still working towards the goal that you have in mind. Okay, next question. On days when I don't have enough time to complete the full training from my plan, can I shorten it? Like having less reps or not doing all exercises? And if so, what exercises would you skip and which would which should stay? Okay, so again, that's from the Empowered Collective. We've got training plan for the gym, training plan for your at-home workouts or at-home training. And yes, sometimes because they are aimed to help you get stronger, to tone up, aka build the muscle and get the body composition that, that you're after, then it is quite important to whenever you can and for majority of the times so would want to make sure that you hit all of the training sessions and all of the exercises from that session because they are designed in a way to make sure that you're hitting all of the major muscle groups and we're having that nice and balanced body composition and nice and strong body without any aches and pains and we're not overlooking any any part of your body there. It's also designed in a way that we are working with weights that are challenging therefore it it takes a little bit longer they're about an hour or so 45 minutes to an hour because it allows us to um, train hard enough with long enough rest periods of time in between your sets to allow that recovery in between the sets so then you can have a good quality of reps in every single set. So saying this, yes, there might be times when you don't have enough time to complete the entire workout. And in that case, just make sure that you pick maybe four of the exercises from the session. Um, I would say upper body, lower body, if we've got the full body split. And 
you want to maybe, what you could do here is either go for less sets. So if it allows you, if the time allows you, I would go for the full session and maybe drop one set from each. But I would make sure that on that second set, you are picking ways that are challenging. So knowing that you're skipping one set, you treat that second set like your last one. This is where you really want to push yourself and you want to make sure that you've left with very little reps in reserve on that last one. Or you can focus on four exercises and pick those and just go for it and do your three, three to four sets of those, like as, as per in per your training plan. So that could be the way that you, you go about it. Don't worry if it, if it doesn't happen too often, then that's fine. Like it's not going to make that much of a difference. So again, it's about the repetition. It's about like, is it becoming a cycle or is it, is it just like once in a blue moon? You're going to be fine if it only just happens every so often. Next question i don't get teed until one 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 and a half hours after my session should should i get a protein shake and start having it on a go before i read like before i get home or before i get to work after my gym session um not necessarily unless you feel like you're really really low on energy and you feel like you need to eat something but if you don't and you're absolutely fine to make your way back to, to your office or back to, you know, if you work from home, then you'll be absolutely fine. I know it used to be very popular to kind of have the protein shake right after and all the gym bros and everyone was just trying to get the protein in right after a session because it was believed that it's necessary and otherwise you like miss your window to, to the gains. But now we know that window is a little bit longer, so you don't have to absolutely rush, like eating within the hour, maybe two hours after your session will be absolutely fine. I wouldn't leave it too long, but you want to, yeah, you want to replenish your protein. You want to make sure then the recovery can happen, recovery of the muscle, and that will help with the growth. So yeah, you'll be absolutely fine. If you don't feel like you need something to eat straight away, um then this is this is all right and just make sure you've got a good good protein based um meal or something after your session do i need to warm up before the session very short and sweet question um i would say so and that's from the perspective of being prepared for the session so it's it's not necessarily proven that it does lower the risk of injury. I know it's like that there's not enough evidence to say you absolutely will or will otherwise you will injure yourself. Um there are people who do not warm up and they're absolutely fine and they don't get injured, but I'd say from even that kind of um preparation of your nervous system from the preparation from that neurological side of it and for you even mentally being prepared for the session. I find it very beneficial to have even like five minutes. So what you can do as a warm-up is either what we have in the program where it's a mobility-based warm-up, preparing your joints and preparing you for the movements. Um, I find it also very helpful, especially when we, we don't move around a lot. So if it's first thing in the morning or if you sat at a desk for most of the day, I find that mobility warm-up very useful to sort of like get your body moving and just feels good and from with all of my clients, they just absolutely loved it. 
to sort of like ease themselves into the session and that then having that nervous system fired up and being ready to go is really useful then for your for your lifts you often will find also that you can um like have that first set which of the exercise be and, and that's the first set when you kind of get into it so instead of doing a separate warm-up what you could do is add an extra set before your working set in a session and go with the lighter weight it's going to be a warm-up weight but treat it still as if it was a heavy weight so go through the movement be very mindful of your form be mindful of where you feel it um we're trying to fire up that body and the muscles and your joints so we're trying to prepare them for whatever is going to happen in the session and therefore the first set if you treat it as a warm-up set or you add a warm-up set should be like that it should be still very mindful even when you lift a lighter weight it shouldn't be just like move going through the motion so yeah i would i would say go for it especially if you're not massively rushed and i would add it on you can also go for five minutes on any of the cardio machines and just go at the steady pace and just bring the temperature body temperature up a little bit um it's all about like just that mental and physical preparation for for what's ahead um so yeah here's that that would be my preference and let's move on to some questions I also had from Instagram. Right, what have we got here? Right, hey hon, oh hello, can you recommend good exercises to target, and target abs and get more toned stomach? Right, um, I cannot. <laughs> and this is because you cannot really spot reduce fat around any particular part of your body. So whatever exercises we choose, yes, we can work on a muscle definition, but we cannot really reveal the muscle if there is uh, quite a bit of body fat around it. So what we need to do is both then train for strength, train for building muscle and then also look for reducing body fat in order to reveal the depending on like what your body fat levels are to reveal the muscle and the muscle definition when it comes to your abs and when it comes to the stomach wherever your body holds on to the body fat most is predisposed this is different for everyone it's genetic everyone's body is going to want to hold on to the body fat in different places for some people it's lower body in his legs or hips for some it's around the stomach area for some people it's like you know upper body so really there's no exercises that will um tone up or target your stomach if what you mean by it is to reveal your six pack, <laughs> because it's it's impossible. We could be doing as many crunches as you want, as many abs targeted exercises as you want, but your body will still need to be in calorie deficit in order to lose overall, to lose body fat. And whatever that happens from or starts from first, it's it's going to be up to your specifically to your body and where it loses body fat first as I said so kind of like going on going around in circles saying the same thing but I hope I hope that's a little bit reassuring as well so if 
if you know that there's some things that are out of our control, you can let go sort of of that a little bit and you can focus your energy on what's controllable and what you can change. And that would be focusing on your nutrition and your diet, but also making sure that you target all of the major muscle groups. And to strengthen, if you are thinking about strengthening your stomach, not just turning up, but strengthening your abs and your stomach, then you're not only going to do that through lifting heavy weights because if you brace, if you engage your core, then that's going to be as it is. Like lifting something heavy will engage your core and will engage your um, stomach muscles as well. But you can also then choose any sort of exercises that will help with strengthening that. So there's there's so many. Um, I do quite like pile of presses um so they're they're really good as well for those of you who cannot flex their spine but they're still targeting your your core and they're targeting that anti-rotation sort of movement so it's it's a very functional one as well um i do like hollow body holds and variations of it when you're lying down and pressing your lower back down into the floor there is quite a few so i'm gonna i'm gonna send you some some examples of that, um, anything to help you also strengthen the core that translates then into lifting weights that translates also into your real life when you have to have that stability and a good posture. I think that's worth focusing on rather than trying to get a six pack and walk around with with a six pack. If that's your dream, unfortunately, the truth is no one walks around with a six pack or with a six pack all of the time unless you are naturally genetically a really lean person um then yes and maybe people who who have to do so for a living like influencers and um some sports people who you know they live off having that six pack which let me tell you it's quite a miserable (laughs) miserable life as well because you have to be very very um strict with your diet so I really, I'm, I'm not entirely sure like what's your goal here with it and what you want to achieve. Um, what you mean by having a toned stomach, I can only assume it's about reducing body fat around your belly and then revealing a little bit of definition there. Um, and if that's the case, it's absolutely doable. You might want to do it, but then it's not something that's going you're, you're going to walk around with for all of the time. And especially for women um, with hormones fluctuating and that changes as well. So it might be that one day or you wake up with it and then by midday when we've eaten something, which is quite natural, when we've eaten something, it just disappears and that's normal. It's the same around periods for some women. Um, it's just impossible to have <laughs> that six pack because we're just a little bit more bloated. Um, and yeah, we hold a little bit of more water um, so that kind of, that's, that's why we feel bloated. That's why we feel a little bit different around that time. So yeah, I wouldn't say necessarily that this is, this is like a goal that you, you might want to be like really, really focused on. Um, it will happen if you are focused on your diet. It will happen if your nutrition is aimed at, um, losing body fat and calorie deficit and I would still recommend you doing a training plan and having a training plan that targets all of the major muscle groups because your body will expand calories then it will also tone up it will get stronger and that will include all of the muscles if you're if you're having a well-rounded plan okay I hope 
that answers your question. Another question I had, um, can I still join the Empowered Collective program? I missed the last one. Oh, well, you're more, more than welcome to join. We are on week three of this intake. So at the minute, there's no no intakes and there's no signups, but there is going to be a new one on the 18th of February. So you're more than welcome to to join the next intake, be a part of the collective. And yeah, it will be amazing. It's it's a really good group of, of people who just want to focus on them or themselves in a very good way. Just want to focus on their goals. You've got your training plan for at home or in the gym, depending on what's available for you. And we're working on nutrition as well. Uh, I started mini series now also, which is like, I'm really excited about it. So just giving you more knowledge around nutrition, around what to do to get best results. So that's, it's improving in every intake. And I'm very, very much looking forward to the next one because there's going to be more to come. So yeah, you'll be able to sign up before the 18th to join, join the next intake. And I'll be talking about it on my Instagram as well. So Keep your eyes peeled. Right, and the next question. I've never lifted before. How do I get started without risking an injury? I want strong legs and arms. Oh, I love that. Um, right, so you'll, you'll be surprised how how safe lifting can be. I know picking up heavy weights or like looking at people in the gym um, who pick up heavy weights, it might look like it's a strenuous exercise and there, there's a bit of that fear around uh, getting injured. But if you get the basics right and you don't want to jump straight into lifting too heavy for what, you, what you're capable of now, you'll be absolutely fine. So I would massively recommend either if, if you want someone to kind of tell you if you've got the right form, get in a trainer, personal trainer. Um, if in your gym they do, in some of the gyms do have classes that like learn to lift classes and things like that, you can also sign up to those and go through the form with with a trainer again, with an instructor. Or you can also sign up to the Empowered Collective, get a little bit of um, a little bit of coaching there. And when I say a little bit, you can you can. Be a part of the online country group or you can also sign up for one-to-one with me and that way you will have a breakdown of your exercises, you will have a breakdown of how to perform them and you will be able to also send your form, like record yourself and send a your form uh, or your video for a form check where I'll be able to help tell your scene if there's anything that we need to work on or maybe just like making small improvements to have have the most fun and the most safe way of of lifting weights so those are a few things that i would recommend it's definitely helpful if you've never lifted before it's definitely helpful having someone checking your form and just like giving you little pointers because like one little thing can change massively where you feel the exercise and how you feel it but also just starting with smaller weights just focusing on practicing that form first before you start increasing your weights is incredibly important a lot of people want to jump straight into lifting heavier because they feel like oh i'm weak or this is not challenging enough before they nail their form and that's that's where things happen usually it's just to start utilizing or using not exactly the muscles we want to be using and that ends up 
ends up sometimes in pain. But it, don't don't be afraid of of the injuries. That fear around it, it's not necessary if you are if you're already asking a question. If you're already trying to do some maybe research or you're looking at the videos and trying to get it right, then you'll be absolutely fine. I definitely recommend getting a personal trainer or someone in the gym who who works in the gym. Maybe not just anyone. But someone who knows this stuff and the trains to actually do it to to help you with the form, it's it just something that I wish I have done sooner when I first started lifting because I was a kind of person who was googling things and looking up videos and stuff on on Google, uh, and trying to replicate that. And it was a massive game changer for me when I got the personal trainer who literally just pointed out a couple of things, and that was uh, that made a massive difference on some of the exercises for me. Um, because yeah, it's all about getting to know your body and just, um, getting to know the movement patterns in those exercises. So it will be very useful to just make it happen a little bit quicker. If you, if you have someone to help, that's amazing. But yeah, as I said, if you, if you want to join or if you want to start any sort of coaching, you can also reach out. Um, but if you do have some exercises you're particularly like struggling with and you want to just send me a video for, form check please feel free to do it on instagram and i'll be more than happy to do it so anyone who sort of is unsure of their exercise of how to perform specific exercises record yourself and ideally you'd want to record yourself from sides maybe from front as well or the back just to have different angles and then send it over and i'll be more than happy to form like check your form right I'm trying to see if there's anything else, but I think this is it. I did answer the question. Maybe I'll answer it here as well. Um, I've done it on Instagram, but it will be good to have it on here just for, you know, it disappears from Instagram stories, so it's probably not there anymore. Do you recommend having a pre-workout? I feel like I don't have energy for some sessions. Okay, so as I said in on Instagram, in my stories, I would, I would look at first, why, why do you not have energy? Like what's going on on some of those sessions? Just don't feel like you you want to push yourself. Or you've got energy to push yourself. If it doesn't happen every single time, that's quite normal. It could be that you didn't have enough sleep that night. It could be that maybe you're like a time of a cycle. If you're a woman and or if you're someone who is uh, menstruating, then you might be at that time of your cycle where your energy levels are a little bit lower than usual. So there could be different factors that contribute to that. And if it's like in one off or it happens every so often, it's again, it's just something natural, like our energy levels will fluctuate. Uh, I wouldn't worry too much about it. If you do want to have a pre-workout, by all means, go ahead. I just wouldn't want you to rely on it too much because I feel like it's important to first address the the energy levels. And if it's something that happens quite often, then that's when I would be looking at, instead of like kind of masking it with having energy drinks or pre-workouts, I would then um, look at what's going on with your sleep. How do you feel yourself for a session? Are you having enough um enough calories have you got enough food in your daily nutrition to allow you to actually have that energy if you are um under eating then 
your body will struggle with being super excited for for a heavy session. So have a look first at your nutrition, your sleep, um, your stress levels and how you recover from sessions. Maybe it's the fact that you're pushing yourself so much in sessions that that you don't have enough days in between each session to recover from the previous one. So there is like a few things that could be happening there. Um, so have a look at that first before you start uh, reaching for pre-workouts. It's just not necessarily enough anything wrong with that. Um, I can I could not have any pre workouts. I feel like I'll be absolutely like shaky for the rest of the day. Uh, it gives me more if I if I have, for instance, like too much caffeine at some point, it just hits the levels of like it heightens my anxiety. So it's it's not a thing for me. Uh, I know people who absolutely love having a pre-workout and just helps them pushing themselves more and having like a stronger session. I quite like experimenting sometimes with just not having any sort of like energy drink. And recently I haven't, I haven't had any energy drinks or uh, much caffeine before my sessions. And I'm just paying more attention to, to fueling myself before the sessions and seeing how that goes. Um, but as I said, there's nothing wrong with it. I would just make sure that you address any other things first that might be contributing to your low energy um, instead of trying to trying to have pre-workouts, coffee or energy drinks. Okay, I think that would be all of it for today. I hope this was helpful. I hope you got some answers to your questions. Maybe you, you had a question in your mind and it was just asked by someone else here. So yeah, if you have any more questions, if you want to um, have any more confirmation around what I've said here, like if there's anything that you're unsure of still applied to you, but there's maybe specific situation that you want to talk about, please do reach out to me on my Instagram. Uh, as I said, like my door is always open and I want you to be able to ask those questions instead of having to Google and search and then trying to guess what's what um so yeah reach out to me if you want to know a bit more about the empowered coaching program either one-to-one or the empowered collective which is started on the 18th of february also go to my website there's more information there's going to be it's going to be in episode notes and um, go to the website have some more information there but ask away if you want to confirm anything or if you want to know more okay have the most empowered week everyone have a lovely day Sending you some sunshine from Poland and speak to you soon.